This is Internet Marketing. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 187 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Hello, Kelvin. Hello, Andy. And hello, listeners. And it's a very booky episode today, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we do this every year or so, um, where we kind of sum up some of the books that, 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 that I've read recently that I think are interesting and useful and ones that people might potentially be interested in picking up if they've got a flight or if they're going off on holiday or, or just want something new to read. Um, so I'll just dive straight into it if that's right, Andy. Please proceed, Mr. Cool. Kelvin Newman. Um, so first of those books is been around for a little while. Um, it's called Heard by Mark Earls. Now you'll all know I'm a big fan of kind of the the world of behavioural economics and trying to understand how kind of scientific studies can help us understand how people act and behave and potentially how we as marketers can respond to that. Now Mark Earls' book is very much within that world, but it isn't really kind of a true behavioural economics piece. Um, and in fact, to some extent, um, Mark kind of position, positions himself as a kind of, you know, opposition to a lot of the way that people think about behavioural economics. Because in a lot of behavioural economics, it kind of talks about, um, you know, individual, individual, rational people behaving in certain ways, or perhaps behaving irrationally, but as individuals. Now, what Mark is uh, far more interested in is how we behave as groups. And he talks a lot about kind of how social phenomena spread and how copying is kind of very much inbuilt into um, the human way of life. Um, So, yeah, it's really interesting from that perspective. And he kind of plots um, things like, so a couple of trends that he kind of talks about in the book is ghost bikes. I don't know if you've ever come across those, Andy. Ghost bites. Bikes. Bikes. As in bicycles. Oh, no, ghost Um, bicycle, no. And basically what the ghost bicycle trend um, was where someone, if a cyclist is killed in a road traffic accident, um, you know, people would, to commemorate that person dying, paint a bike entirely white, all the tyres, all the spokes, all all completely white, and chain it um, to the place where the person was killed as kind of a memorial thing and to kind of, I suppose, point out the dangers of that particular location. Sounds a bit spooky too. Yeah, yeah, a bit spooky and, you know, but it kind of, no one decided that this was something that it kind of spread organically and you know sometimes actually a lot of people not even realizing that you know they perhaps been influenced in that way kind of thinking it was original idea even if perhaps they didn't really know about it and also the kind of trend of seller tasks which is i think a kind of name that he coined himself which is the you're probably familiar with this again for various reasons um in the uk at least if someone's kind of tragically killed in, a, in an accident the kind of um, cellophane flowers kind of taped oh, yeah. to the tree type yeah. um, thing and kind of particularly when there's kind of large you know tragic accidents they're kind of lots of people delivering flowers and in this way and there's some interesting bits within the bit where Mark plots the kind of growth and spread of mm. these ideas and basically it's you know kind of to you know reduce it all down to one idea it's the fact that actually and then a great quote that Mark used. I don't think it's his originally. I think he's quoting someone else. He says, humans are to thinking as cats are to swimming. They can do it, but they avoid it if at all possible. And it's kind of this idea that in a lot of situations, actually, people aren't really thinking about the decisions that they're making. They're just making them. And they're making them kind of informed by the decisions of other people. Mm. If you can kind of understand this collective. But it's, uh, it sort of questions the whole thing about free will, really, in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it is a kind of... The, the, he's not saying that people are kind of like 
zombie making these decisions but it's a kind of like actually life is so short and people are so busy that actually in a lot of cases what people want is their decisions to be not to you know if you had to if you had to ponder and weigh up the pros and cons of every decision you'd make in a day you wouldn't be able to function as a Mm. human being um and you know and some of these decisions are good for marketers is where it's brand choices um but yeah it's just kind of a really interesting bit there so I, i won't go into any more depth there than that but hopefully that's one that's interesting as well Next up on my list is actually from a guy, Dave Trott, who spoke at the last Brighton SEO. Um, not from SEO background. The book is not at all about SEO. It's not even really about digital marketing. In fact, it actually, it's tangentially related to marketing in the first place. It's far more about advertising. And Dave Trott is um, a kind of executive creative director at CST The Gate and is kind of responsible for some of the most like, sort of iconic advertising campaigns of the late 80s, early 90s. So I think probably the most famous one, that I don't know if this ran all around the world, but certainly the people in the UK will recognise the Hello Tosh, got a Toshi. But oh, that was I remember his, that. Yeah, that was yeah, his he's idea. Made me, he's he's made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's loads of these campaigns that he's kind of responsible for. And the book sort of is a series of anecdotes and stories and they're kind of relatively short. They're kind of quite punchily written and, you know, Dave Trot is a big fan of the one sentence paragraph and, you know, not writing more than you need to. So it's a very easily digestible book. It's a man after my own heart. Uh, well, he talk, talks about kind of the process of how he kind of came up with ideas for stuff. And he kind of is connected to this kind of idea of predatory thinking that he talks about a lot, where um, the idea is that actually sometimes to win, you need to just reframe the problem in a slightly different way and approach it. So an example, he talked about Brian SEO, which I think is in the book. I've heard him talk so many times that I can forget what's in the book and what's not in the book. But he talked about um, the you know, they had a task where they were working for the, um, you know, fire safety people in the UK. They wanted to reduce the number of chip pan fires in the UK. Um, and, you know, by trying to think, how do we reduce chip pan fires? That wasn't the way they were going to solve it. Actually, what they were looking for, how are we going to measure a reduction in chip pan fires? Well, at, you know, in the traditional campaigns would show a house burning down, like how terrible it was to mm. kind of have a chip pan fire and didn't really ever seem to work. So instead they went, okay, well, what is the problem? The problem is how do we measure success? And they measure success by a reduction in the number of um, fire brigade um, people being called out, right? Mm. You know, n- you know the number of call outs to the fire brigade, which then kind of frames it in a different question. So you're then your your question is not how do we reduce chip pan fire deaths? It's actually how do we reduce the number of people who are, um, you know, calling the fire brigade to... Um, you know, respond when there's a chip pan fire. So then actually you frame the problem in a different way. So you're then going, well, actually, well, how do we reduce the number of people being called, you know, the 999 calls, which then you go, well, actually what the campaign ought to be doing is telling people how to put them out. Mm-hmm. And if you tell people how to put them out, then they're not going to call the fire brigade. So it's kind of then rather than showing the terrible things, you're showing a kind of informational, mm-hmm. here's how you sell the mm-hmm. fire. And it kind of has had a pretty pronounced impact on that. So it's a real great book and all about kind of thinking creatively, which I think in pretty much any um, industry, whether it's marketing or digital marketing or just business, is a really useful skill to have. It's a bit like uh, keep asking why until you get to the yeah. root cause yeah. or something. As Kelvin takes a swig of his yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah. Next on my list, really, really short book uh, from Seth Godin, who many of you know and were fans of on the show. Now, sometimes the the problem with Seth Godin books is it takes a relatively good and compelling idea that's perhaps a little bit simple and then tries to extend it to a full-length book when actually really you you, you read the first five chapters and you say yes Seth I've got it we don't need any more of this now he's recently released a few more books that are kind of slimmer books there's one that I think is really interesting called poke the box to be honest you can read it in about 35 minutes if if and if you're a quick reader probably even less than that so it's a real 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 slim volume but it's a great book to read if ever you're kind of like doubting yourself or perhaps you know 
you know, you've got this great idea, but you're uns- unsure whether to run with it, if you see what I mean, or you're kind of perhaps feeling a little bit of kind of self-doubt about your kind of idea or concept. So it's all about kind of what you need to do to be a great marketer a great person to produce great work and it's kind of one of those good ones to have about if ever you've got one of those days where you're perhaps you've lost a bit of your mojo lost you know struggling with your creative ideas or you've got a good idea and you just don't really want to hit that send button to send it to your boss or to release it to the public um well worth recommended for reading on that purpose as well um fourth book on my five list is rework um by the guy's um, behind oh, 37, 37 signals. signals yeah you, have you read that book Andy? no i've been you know I, it was on my um meaning to buy and read list about well it was about three years ago when it first came yeah out, yeah i mean it? it's been around for a num- yeah. number and i of never years. got around to getting have yeah. you read it yeah i've read it a couple of times actually um and it, I, I recommend it really really highly because i kind of it's, it's a bit sort of like manifesto-y and here's how we do business and everyone should do business in exactly the same way as us um which it can be a little bit over the top on on occasion uh, but it's a really interesting different perspective to how most businesses are run. So it's basically 37 Signals, they are the company behind um, Basecamp and High Rise and Backpack, I think. Mm. It's Backpack, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, they produce a number of kind of software as service businesses. And they're, you know, just kind of really innovative and interesting business. Um, and the way that they work is really interesting. And kind of... in. You know, some of the things that they do differently is they don't all work in the same office. Um, they don't have meetings per se. They have certain kind of rules and parameters about kind of flexible working and that type of thing. So, I mean, if you're ever thinking about setting up your own business, um, I definitely think that it's a good read from that perspective. And even if you're currently working within a business, but you're kind of looking about, well, how could we do this a little bit differently? I definitely recommend reading from that perspective. So the idea is it's like, how can your businesses be more efficient? Um, but actually where it's most effective in terms of, here's a slightly different way of thinking about business that, you know, is pretty compelling. And I know that, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of businesses across the world, people have read this book and it's informed their business philosophy um, and how they run their businesses. So well worth having a read if you're kind of a tool in the digital space. And finally, a book I haven't read, um, but I'm going to. It's on my next on my list, um, and I'm recommending it because I'm a big fan of the the author and kind of know personally um, a bit of a Brighton celebrity down here. A chap called Will McInnes um, from Nixon McInnes. Has he written a book? Yeah, he's written a book. Uh, Do you know, I was just about- thinking, and I, I was just thinking, Will should write a book because yeah. he was talking about yeah. rework. Yeah, so it's kind of come out fairly recently, about sort of three or four weeks ago. It's called Culture Shock by Will McInnes, and. Um, Nixon McInnes started out as a web development company, became a bit of a social media company and now kind of a social business um, company. And what what the book's about is it's kind of connected to. So if you enjoy rework, you'll I imagine you will really enjoy Culture Shock. Mm. It's all about kind of the changing trends of business and how kind of more transparent and open businesses um, are doing really well. And I mean, I think it's particularly interesting because Nixon McInnes do some really interesting stuff on that front. So, for example, everyone in their business, they everyone knows what everyone's salary is. You know, that's all transparent mm. and everyone knows. Um, and, you know, other like really cool simple things they do that they measure the happiness of the members of the team so when you go in the office in the morning there's a tennis ball there and you either put it are you in a good mood or are you in a bad mood and they keep track of that and then try and understand well what's the you know is it certain projects that are causing more unhappiness or is it kind of certain weeks of the month that are more stressful than others and kind of trying to learn from that and what will does in the book is he takes you know huge number of examples of businesses that are kind of part of this general kind of more social trend in business that's going on so not social media but kind of social as a kind of mm. bigger concept um and yeah well worth looking into there and i'm I've, you know it's on my kindle wish list and i'm kind of buying it for my next um, long train journey when is your birthday kelvin 
My birthday's just been, actually, Is it? 24th of September. So, um, By the way, if anyone, if you get the chance to hear Will McKinn speak, he's a terrific speaker as well. Yeah, I mean, he sounds a bit for like TEDx in Brighton, so I think on the TED site you can watch the videos there as well. That's kind of a connected area. I think that presentation sort of like became the nexus of the, the idea that the book became. So, Mr Newman, what are we covering next time on Internet Um Up next, we're going to be talking a little bit about Google+. Looking forward to that. So that's it for this show. We'll see you next time on Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. See you next time. See you soon. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org, where you'll find show notes, links, and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments, and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six or one five oh. If you're inside the UK, it's O one two seven three two five six one five oh. And you can leave a voice, comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being completely straight mm-hmm. and 10 being completely gay, what number are you? Um. You know, I don't think that you should rank how gay they are. I guess, I, and you know, that's just a little of a red, just a flag for me. Come on, come out. A weekly podcast where real lesbians tell their real coming out stories. You can find Come On, Come Out on your favorite podcatcher out now. Go listen. ACAST, A-cast, A-cast, A-cast recommends. recommends.